Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios with Jeff Hawkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. Online at RedRiverToyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. He is columnist at the Daily Memphian, also host of the Jeff Calkins Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He is Jeff Calkins on Twitter at Jeff underscore. Calkins. Happy Friday to you, Jeff. Happy News Dump Friday to you. Yeah, it's a good day. It's yeah, good day. finally, uh, some clarity, not all clarity, but 25 games for Ja. I, I, this was sort of right in my trade, trading range, but it was the more, it was on the heavy end. I said 20 to 25. This was the this was the most I thought he'd get. Yeah, I mean, the um, Players Association called it inappropriate and excessive. And I think um, if you judge it, certainly by the nature of the this last offense, um, given that he's n- not breaking any law and not breaking any explicitly stated um, league policy. Um, and, you know, you, you look around and you see what others have gotten. Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges got for beating up, you know, uh, a woman. It, 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 it seems to me, like quite a lot, yep. um, but I do think there, you know, there are factors that 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 uh, they go the other direction. I think one of them really is. Um, I, I really think it's a, uh, you know, I think it's a career achievement award. I really do. I think that when he did this, he's not punishing him for just the last yeah. uh, gun flashing. I think he's basically saying. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's happened in the last year. And even after we sat down and had a long conversation about it and suspended you before you did this again and, uh, or did something again. And so I think it really was very clearly a cumulative impact here. And I think the hope is on the part of Adam Silver that, um, and obviously on everybody else, Grizzlies included, the hope is, is that um, this causes Jada to really reevaluate the way he, um, conducts his life off the court. Yeah, it's definitely about what happens after. Now, I, I did think, re- regardless of them being unspecified and relatively unstated conditions regarding a return to play, I think that's the more important part of this this deal. 
trying to trying to find him help and what he needs to get done off the floor. Help him more more than than punish him. Um, but it is kind of bizarre that they didn't really state exactly what he's going to need to get done that checklist before the before the twenty five game suspension's over. Yeah, I don't know that it's. I always wondered whether they would be very specific there because that sort of gets into the realm of you know personal mental health care and whatnot. And so I don't. I don't know that I needed a, you know, he's got to do this much anger management or this much uh, addiction or this much. Like, I, I I think I didn't ever expect anything to be spelled out in that regard. Um, and, of course, the truth of the matter is it doesn't matter as much what he does as it matters that he actually takes it to heart. Like you mm-hmm. could go through, he could, he could go do, you know, I, I'm, I have no idea what's going to be involved, but he could go do a 30 days of inpatient rehab. And if he's doing it purely grudging to yeah. grudgingly to check it off his list, it makes no difference yep. if he's doing it and, and, and does it with an open heart and an idea that he's going to change that makes a huge difference. And so to me, it's less important what's actually on that checklist than the fact that Ja takes it seriously. And yep. before it felt, I mean, it was, it was like after, after the last one, the Ja, ja would talk about meditating and he'd talk about, he'd give sort of lip service to this stuff, but he was also pushed back. He, he would push back hard against, any implication that he had done anything wrong in other incidents. Um, and he would push back hard against any implication that, for example, he might have an alcohol problem. So I don't know whether he has an alcohol problem mm-hmm. and whatever, but I think the key here is, as with anyone who wants to change, is, is Ja capable of the humility that is required to actually change rather than just to do the things that the the league, you know, wants you to check off before you can come back. Now, sidebar on on this discussion, like I I know that words and statements don't mean much from Ja considering the past year and some change, but that statement felt a whole lot better that he put out, right? Like that that felt a whole lot better. I thought, it, was, better. I thought it, it, it felt good. I thought the statement was right. as statements go. I thought it was a it seemed like a heartfelt statement. It it apologized to all the right people. It said all the right things. And so, yes, I mean, as statements go, um, I thought it was a good statement. Um, but the truth of the matter is I thought that I thought a lot of the words he said last time were, 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 uh, were, were, uh, uh, eh. not, not, not so much the interview with Jalen Rose, but right. after that, I said a lot of the things he said were, fine and good and whatever else. And then he did what he yeah. did. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, John has himself said that words don't matter and yeah. I don't think words matter. It is interesting though. If you're interpreting words, if you're putting stock in words, we had a lot of words today. We had words from Nike saying that they will continue to support him. Um, we had words from the players association saying that they thought the punishment was excessive and inappropriate. We had the words from Adam Silver um, where he was uh, outlining why he decided what he decided. And then we had the words from the Grizzlies, yes. which were <laughs> nothing. notably terse. Yeah. I, it, it, they weren't just nothing. They were, um, I mean, I don't have it. Do you have it right I, in front yeah, of you? Yeah, I, I can pull it up in just a second. Yeah, pull, pull it right in front of you because it was It was. Uh, you want me to read it? 
Yeah, read it. We respect the league's decision to suspend John Morant following this latest episode. Our standards as a league and team are clear, and we expect that all team personnel will adhere to them. That's it. Yeah, there's no, like, we look forward to working with John. We look forward to when he comes back. We think of a brighter future. We like none of that. He basically, not only that, they basically lumped him in with all team personnel. You yep. know, we expect we have these standards. We expect all team personnel. He's normal team and, personnel, and he's team personnel. He's just another team personnel. You know, and I, I think it's totally understandable why they've taken this approach. Like, I think they've been accused, fairly or unfairly, of coddling him previously. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was, I thought, really a. It also, first of all, indicated that they. They didn't object to the suspension. They they approved of the suspension, um, unlike the Players Association. And then they're like, yeah, uh, John's just another guy, and if we got standards, and he's going to have to meet him like everybody else. It was really – it was notably terse. And I think, to me, the, as, as I said, I, you, we've been waiting for this – we've been waiting for the suspension to be handed down, and the suspension is handed down. Now there's two things that, to me, are fascinating. One is – What's Jaws' mindset really going to be going into this? Is it really going to be, I need to change, I need to change these things, I need, you know, I I need to be a better version of myself, I'm going to, like, all the things that he said, and is is that, is all of that sincere? Is it going to stick? Is he capable of, of, of embracing the kind of change that it feels like is required, is needed? uh, And would be appropriate. That's question number one. Mm -hmm. And then question number two is, I think equally fascinating is what's the Grizzlies and Jaws relationship going to be going forward through all of this? Um, are they going to be in lockstep about his, um, about his uh, change trajectory and his recovery and his, whatever it is. Um, is he going to feel supported and respected um, is he going to endorse the new tougher love approach mm-hmm. and, and believe it's appropriate? Or is this going to be the start of some schism? Um, you know, it's very easy. It's very easy. Like, all week long, uh, we've heard Kendrick Perkins trying to get John Morant the hell out of Memphis. Yeah. And I, 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 it's easy to dismiss that as that's just Kendrick Perkins, you know, blowing off whatever. Like, it's just Kendrick Perkins talking. And, and sort of blaming it on Memphis. Though, whatever that, else. That whole thing. And blaming it on Memphis. And so it's totally nonsense for all the reasons we've discussed. It's nonsense to blame this on Memphis um, for all kinds of reasons. We could go over those if mm-hmm. you wanted. But what's interesting is it stops being nonsense if John Morant and his family start listening to the Kendrick Perkins of the world and start saying, you know what? I would be better. This is Memphis. Eh, I would yeah. be better out of Memphis. And so, and I'm not, I'm not predicting that, but I am saying that once everyone is saying that, it, it, instead of taking responsibility well, on yourself, it's a lot easier to, 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 to look around and say, ah, this isn't my fault. This is Memphis's fault. Well, this is whatever it, else. It, so I'm just saying what to me, there's two things. Ja, his own individual recovery going forward. And then secondly, what is the relationship between the Grizzlies and Ja as they continue to to try to reset towards accountability? Can the relationship between those two flourish 
and and be better than ever, or is it going to take a, a unfortunate turn? And that's fair, even without the the missteps that Ja has made. You you see sometimes just generally speaking, whether it's play or off-the-court stuff, like the, the honeymoon phase is over. The honeymoon phase is way over here with John Morant and that front office and that coaching staff and everything else. Like, he, he gets – he's going to get treated a very uh, – what's it? what did you say, terse? He's, he's going well, to be treated – he's going to – I mean, I, I – About I the think... statement. He's going to be treated in a – he's going to be treated in a, a, a not so uh, – not as loving way, I would imagine, behind closed doors. They're going to have to make sure that they uh, – they – sort of do well, the things I, I surrounding him that, 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 that put yeah. him in a good spot. Because Adam Silver even said that himself. He said he, he, he even asked about the Grizzlies and, and what they were doing behind closed doors to limit these, these type of incidents from happening. Yeah, the, it, the, the question is, is can Ja come to believe and embrace the fact that this newer, this new approach towards accountability is actually good for him and a good thing rather than something that he resents. Uh, And I'll just be interested to see how that progresses. Now, um, I I think as part of that, um, I think if you look at the statement, it appears that he's not going to be able to participate in any public team activities but it feels like, and we may need greater clarification from this, yeah. that he will be able to be around the team. Um, I, I wasn't totally clear about that, but I think in terms of continuing to foster a healthy relationship between the franchise and Ja, I think it certainly would be helpful if, you know, for, for at least a good portion of this, he's still allowed to be around the team, even if he's not, you yeah. know, allowed to play in games or preseason games or whatnot. It would be an uncomfortable return if you're not around your team at all in the offseason and working with them. We're talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins, columnist of the Daily Memphian, host of the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11. Do you think ultimately that the Players Association and John Moran are going to appeal 25 games? It doesn't feel like it. doesn't feel like it just from Jaws' statement. Um, like, Tamika uh, Tremiglio's, though, is interesting, and they could convince John and his people to, to appeal. Oh, they could. They could. It would be. It would feel like it's a 180 from his current statement, though, in terms yep. of that. Like, Ja has to be the one who's appealing, uh, as Bobby Marks has made clear. And so, um, and you got, I think, 30 days now, and with which to appeal. So it's very possible that Ja could today be feeling contrite and, hey, I deserved everything I got, and whatever else. And then worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. For any number of reasons, A, because he gets irritated is the more he thinks about it, or because he feels like just on behalf of precedent that he shouldn't accept this on behalf of other players um, that they could appeal. You know, I, it, 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 given the nature of the punishment, and the, the vague nature of the of the incident, mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if they did appeal, if it would be reduced. Wouldn't surprise me at all, because this is, as you pointed out, this is at the at the very least, it's on the, uh, it, you know, it's it's a it's on the far edge of what is what what precedent would suggest, and so um, if they did appeal, wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, if, if, if this were reduced, but the truth of the matter is like, does it really matter if it's 17 games or 19 games or 25 games or 30 games? Kind of. In the grand scheme of things for John Morant, his career, his reputation. Agreed uh, his on Jaws. With Nike. It just doesn't matter. You know, what, what matters is that he comes back and he's awesome at basketball and he doesn't do any more stupid things. And that, and and if you could get it shaved to seventeen games, who cares? And in fact, the truth of the matter is, I think, just from a PR perspective, accepting the punishment um, sends a better better signal than trying to get it shaved down to seventeen games. But you know, to to, to what end? I think okay. So to your to your question, and it may have been rhetorical about seventeen verse twenty verse twenty five. It, I'm not speaking on Ja Morant's behalf. I'm speaking on the precedent that the NBA Players Association does not want to have set and guys losing millions and millions of dollars because of, of non – like his conduct, totally conduct, conduct the detrimental to the, uh, to the totally NBA could be a lot of things. Asso- totally understand why the Players Association might want to appeal. Right. But in the end, Ja has to appeal. Can't yes. just see the players' association, and I don't think. But the pitch from the Jock players' association might be pretty easy to jaw. I mean, you're, this is not because ultimately, like going into the future, this this type of suspension may not be. It's not about John Morant ultimately. It's about what the precedent will be going forward for something like this happening again. And that's, it, that's do you want right. to affect that's, the rest of the players? Right. And if Jock, my point is this. Sure, I mean, I, I guess that you could get to the players' association, the play, and they could, they could say, all right. I don't want to appeal, but I'll take one for the team and I'll appeal. He could yeah. do that. I'll do it. But, but I'm, all I'm saying is from Ja's perspective, yeah. what is good for Ja, it strikes me that appealing is not Just what is take good it on the for chin. Ja. Yeah. I get you. Understood. Understood. Talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins. Now let's get off of the Ja uh, discussion for at least a half second. Um, San Diego State, what did you think about that news today? It looks like San Diego State has given the Mountain West written notice that this, they intend to resign from the Mountain West. And I, I would imagine this is a Pac-12 move for them. 
but it's just another school jumping into the Power Five over Memphis, and it just continues to feel like a slap in the face every time something like this happens. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, first of all, I've mostly just been focusing on Josh, so I haven't really closely analyzed this. But it doesn't like some of them feel like a slap in the face when this is so clearly, you know, it, it feels like a Pac-12 thing. Yeah, I, I don't know how you can. I mean, well, Memphis wasn't going to go to the Pac-12. No, I understand so, that. So I don't feel. Sure, it, it, at some abstract level, yes. my God, there goes someone else and it's not us. How come we're never the ones picked, um, I think? But I didn't feel, and I do, like I feel, I, I'm someone who feels intensely pained on the part of Memphis when they are wronged. But my visceral reaction to this was not, uh, oh God, whoa, whoa is Memphis. No, this- no, not, not, not the first reaction, but it's, it's I mean... It's hard for me, and obviously I have some bias built up there, no question, but it's hard for me to just continue to see other schools who may not be as well-positioned and and trying as hard necessarily continue to get in to the positions that they should be in. But the fact that they have gotten out of the Mountain West without officially uh, telling the Pac-12 is kind of bizarre, too. I think San Diego State's a fine school to to join the Pac-12. I think the Pac-12 would be good to take them in but but it's no it is no as a athletic program it's certainly no better an athletic program no, than Memphis indeed no. it's not as it's not as accomplished and I can tell program. you my fa- my family I have family that lives out there they don't let they, Memphis and the fans in Memphis latch on to the University of Memphis way more than people in San Diego <laughs> latch on to San Diego State it's just not close Right. I hate to say it. I mean, I you know. No, no. I, it's another. It's another one of those. It's just, it's just another example of um, a school that, yes, it may be in a bigger city, but the, when the city doesn't particularly care about the school, what difference I, does that? I make? I do hate that the the whole well Memphis fan people in Memphis latch onto the University of Memphis. It's more of an abstract. Not you, you can't show it all that heavily, and I feel like that that that's frustrating. Because that, I feel like, is one of the bigger selling points um, from a fan base perspective that you'd give to a Power Five, and you can't really, you can't really demonstrate that fully. Right. It, it would seem to me that the powers that be should have brains that would allow them to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Right. You would think. Right. Sure. You would think. Yeah. Now, what you got going this weekend? Hanging out? Uh, no. So there's a. Uh, uh, the Major Taylor is a group of um, cyclists. Major Taylor was a great, great African-American cyclist in the later part of the, eight, uh, the 19th century and the early part of the 20th century who was wildly discriminated against but was maybe the greatest American cyclist of his time. And so there's a group called Major Taylor Group in Memphis, and it's actually totally cool because uh-huh. – um, it's, uh, it's, it's as diverse a group that as I have ever been a part of as sort of like, you know, like, like people of, of, uh, all races and whatever else hanging out together on bikes. Right. And they have a Juneteenth ride, uh, tomorrow That's awesome. and weather permitting folks can still sign up by the way. It leaves from Mud Island tomorrow morning and it has different distances. I'm going to try to go 40 miles. But uh so the Major Taylor ride uh Juneteenth ride is tomorrow and um so as long as this uh, storm lets up, 
I plan to be out doing that, and then I'll watch a little uh, U.S. Open and celebrate Father's Day and and celebrate, uh, you know, the end of the Jaw Saga. It's really not the end of the Jaw no, Saga, though. To me, it's the beginning. Yes. It's the beginning of the Jaw Saga. We feel like the ending, but it really is the beginning because now it'll start to unfold, and then we got draft week next week. Be yep. fun. Yep. We'll rock on. Have a good weekend. Happy Father's Day to you. You too. See ya. Yes, sir. And that is Jeff Calkins. Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11. You can hear right here on 92.9 FM ESPN and also read all of his work, dailymemphian.com. Um, but he is the columnist at the Daily Memphian. Now, we were over. Connor and I were over at Oxbow today. Make sure you get over there. It's your, it's your favorite local men's store. Um, it's perfect uh, for finding a – right now, it's last minute. You're, if you have not gotten a Father's Day gift, you are, you are pushing it. But you can go get a last-minute Father's, Father's Day gift at Oxbow right this second. Um, avid golfers, they have the Hush Y'all collection. I definitely got myself a hat today. That Hush Y'all collection is an ode to our local tournament. They also have other golf-related items, good polos that you can find. You can find the store off of Poplar on June Road behind the Amico Station, two-story storefront. Go pet Earl. Earl was getting a lot of attention today, huh, Connor? He was getting a whole lot of attention today. Earl Earl was beat by the time we ended up leaving today. But he, was, Earl, he was the star of the show. He is and, all, he's always a star of the and show. And once again, we need to state Earl is a dog. Earl is a dog, yes. Not an but, old man. But Earl, well, he's an old man he's dog. He's an old man dog. Yes, but he well, was a star of the show. He's a dog that's an old man, not, a, not, a, not an <laughs> yes. old man's dog. Yes, but make sure you get over there. It's a beautiful store, um, and, and they make you at home. Um, they also offer a diverse selection of clothing and accessories for men just in general. Uh, so genteel apparel, known for high-quality, trendy designs. Free fly, perfect for outdoor activities and everyday wear. Uh, you can go, if you spend a lot of time fishing or by the water, get some Costa sunglasses. Uh, exceptional clarity, great UV protection. And if you, are, if you have a dad, a father that is an outdoors guy in general, um, they have Yeti products. Coolers, drinkware, accessories. Uh, it's perfect for that tailgating dad. And then they have Duckhead's classic and timeless clothing options at Oxbow for a fantastic Father's Day gift reflecting Southern heritage and style. But Oxbow is just generally the go-to spot in Memphis for all things men's fashion, ensuring that you will find that Father's Day gift even if you are up against the uh, the, the the time limit here. you got to get over there quickly. It is off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico Station. You will be able to find something for Dad there. And also, a um, little late probably to, to get the shipping all figured out, but you can go to the online store, ship anything uh, anywhere in the U.S. of A. Go to shopoxpo.com, shopoxpo.com, and use my promo code at checkout. Once you go and, and find your cart, you go to checkout, they will have somewhere where you can enter my promo code, The Gabe Show. Go to The Gabe Show, um, enter that promo code. You get 20% off your order at shopoxbo.com. Again, shopoxbo.com, enter my promo code, The Gabe Show, G-A-B-E, all one word, and you get 20% off your online order. But shop local, shop Oxbow. We will uh, go ahead and continue The Gabe Coon Show coming up next right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Me, 
baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's up to $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. G-A-B-E-K. That is my promo code to join today. Do not miss out on your chance. A no-sweat bet up to $2,500 when you join FanDuel today. FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. My promo code G-A-B-E-K to sign up. FanDuel is the official partner of Major League Baseball and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Now we have a U.S. Open day two rolling along. Um, day one, though, we had two 62s. Two eight unders, um, Ricky Fowler and Xander Shoffley. Yesterday was the lowest scoring first round in U.S. Open. It was incredible. The USGA should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> they should be ashamed. They, you told me y'all were bullies. You told me you'd make this tough. It's easy out there. I, and there, there was a couple of the uh, members were talking about uh, at LA Country Club. It, it's playing just about the same as it normally does. The rough's just a little longer. So if you hit it straight, hit the fairway, you should be all right. And that's what you're seeing right now. But right now, Ricky Fowler at the top, 11 under. <laughs> 11 under. Uh, I, I believe he's through either six or seven holes right now. Wyndham Clark right behind him, believe it or not, nine under. Then Rory is at eight under. Xander Schauffele, eight under. Uh, they're tied for third. Harris English, seven under. Dustin Johnson right around there with Mean Wu Lee at six under. This is this is a beautiful leaderboard. It really this is. This leaderboard's immaculate. Ricky Fowler, Rory, Xander, Harris English, Dustin Johnson, uh, Cam Smith, Bryson, Tony Fee now, Scotty Scheffler, all in the top 12. <laughs> I mean, that's wild. I wonder if and recent add John news Rahm is John a... if you're if you're talking about the top 15. I mean, there's a lot of guys here, premier names that – uh, are going to be uh, in contention on Sunday. Wonder if recent news is motivating any of them to play better. It's uh, it's been. I mean, when, you, uh, when yeah. there's a, somebody took a screenshot like of the final scoreboard after everybody was done yesterday, and you were just like, it looked like video game. It was it was nuts. Yeah, people, they're just it was beautiful. They're, but they're tearing they're tearing up this co- killing the L.A. Country Club. It's not even. I mean, it's not a challenge right now. We'll see what it looks like by Sunday, though. Um, now, moving on, a little NBA news that dropped yesterday. Zion is meeting with David Griffin. Zion meets with the president of the Pelicans, David Griffin, yesterday at Saints headquarters. This is usually the kiss of death, isn't it? I mean, this is the kiss of death. I remember, what was it, May 29th. I have it right here, May 29th, 2019. This was from Sham Sharania that day. New Orleans star Anthony Davis We'll meet with new Pelicans executive vice president, David Griffin, today. And shortly thereafter, that offseason, he was offloaded and traded. But also, I think the Pelicans are at that point where they need to go make a trade and make something happen with Zion while he still has some value. He can't get on the floor for you. He doesn't seem all that interested in being in a Pelicans uniform. Make something happen with him. Go get some value out of it. You have the pieces right now to compete in the Western Conference. You really do. You could be a playoff team. You just got to add one more. And whether that's trading up to number two, 
uh, for Scoot Henderson, uh, whether that's trading up to three to find somewhere else, another piece, whether that's looking into uh, you know the trade market in general, using Zion to go find another piece elsewhere. Try and see what you can make happen because the Zion experience has just not been a good one for you. It's been unfortunate. He's talented. He's an all-star level player when he's on the floor, but he's never on the floor. Right. And it, you know, I may be wrong about this, but it just doesn't feel like that it's the right fit. You know, sometimes a player just doesn't necessarily fit a city correctly, and that's what it feels like. And I know that we just got done talking about that. <laughs> Don't get, you know, right. but, but it's very different. I'm not saying get Zion out of New Orleans because no. of New Orleans. I'm saying I think that the team fit for him just doesn't necessarily match anymore. Well, I think, you know, the it's, difference is Ja, like, there's, there's big differences between these two situations. Yes. Ja seems very happy with the city of Memphis. Right. He likes the support he gets. He enjoys it here. I don't think Zion likes Zion it. Zion does not seem to like it in New Orleans <laughs> at all. He does not seem like to it's, like I it. I mean, it's just, you know, I I know what you're trying to say and you're trying to explain it, but no, I, these two situations are totally different. Fair enough. But it, it, that's why, you know, I keep going back to, I think it makes all of the sense in the world for the Charlotte Hornets and the Pelicans to talk. Like, why not send Zion to Charlotte for number two, and if you want ad- added value, they could send you back Gordon Hayward too. If you feel like you need a little bit extra, you could send them like a 2025 first round pick. If you have one of those, I think that they have the Bucks pick as well because Scoot Henderson makes all the sense in the world on the New Orleans Pelicans, and Zion Williamson makes all the sense in the world on the Charlotte Hornets. It's a match made in heaven, well, and the Hornets are doing a new ownership. You know, Michael yeah, Jordan selling the team. Selling team. They can bring in their play. own player. They can start up. Their new roster together—it just—it makes too much sense. Have you seen the Shams report though about the Hornets and who they want? If, if there's going to be a Pelicans trade up to number two, I did. Brandon Ingram, I, I wouldn't do that deal. No, hell if, no. If you're the Pelicans, no. That's part of the reason I think you should offload Zion is because you have the guy yes. right there who yeah. can sort of replace that production to be your superstar, be your All Star, All NBA guy. Now I understand. If you offload him, I totally the, the whole Zion thought is completely out of my head. Now I, I understand the thought. Of the Hornets wanting Brandon Ingram, though, over Zion. Absolutely. He's more of a sure thing. You know he's going to play a little bit more. Now, 100%. that being said, Brandon Ingram has had a history of weird injuries, and last season was an odd odd one for him. It's almost like the Pelicans have two of the guys that just have very weird injury history over the last two seasons, and unfortunately, they're arguably their two best guys. Yeah, I, I but that Pelicans team is right there on the precipice mm-hmm. of being competitive. You just need to make an extra extra move. If Zion's not going to be on the floor, make that extra move, try to get there. You ha- They've drafted really well. They have. Herb Jones has been fantastic for them. Trey Murphy's been fantastic for them. And I think Trey Murphy is really – I'm telling you, next couple of years, based on his skill set and what he's been able to do, um, obviously he's a great three-point shooter. That's what he was known for coming out of college. But to see what he's done off the dribble and his athleticism – I think the next couple of years he could be he could take some massive leaps. He sure can. And every time he hits a three, a Grizzlies fan complains yeah. about Z. <laughs> I don't blame them though. I don't either. I don't blame them. They could have just stuck probably where they were that year in that draft. Maybe. And Maybe. potentially got him. I, I mean, and that was a guy that everybody was sort of I, I I that that was sort of if they stayed in that pick, that was my thought process behind it. But he ends up in New Orleans and here here we have it. But do you think ultimately Zion is is a pelican by this time next year? No. Oh, this time next year? Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. But I think he's gone by the beginning of the season. Okay. And you think it's Charlotte? Do you think I don't Charlotte? Know if, I don't know if it's going to be Charlotte. I okay. think that Charlotte makes a lot of sense. Okay. I would like it. Here's what I'll say. I would like it to be Charlotte. I would like to. I think that Zion, for some reason, I can just like picture him in a Hornets uniform. 
Uh, it just it makes a lot of sense to me. And he, he and Lamelo would be a ton that of fun together. That would be a hell of a league pass team, but they both have to stay on the floor. That's true. <laughs> you know, like I would love to watch them on league just, pass. Just if passing they're playing. the buck. Yeah, like, just passing the buck of Zion to a different play, oh uh, team. My gosh, Zion has to. There is some things that you know behind the scenes he's going to have to figure out about how he needs to have his. He's been out of shape before. We know that. He's come into camp fat. Like, we don't have to hide that. But I think even in his normal body, the risk for injury is so severe because he is still 280 pounds and 6'7", and he's so freaking athletic. I, I wonder how much you have to trim down for him to really have a prosperous career, long prosperous career in the NBA. Right. Feels like a lot. Yeah. Feels like he'd have to get down to like 240, 230 to really, to really be able to stay on the floor consistently. The, the scary thing about Zion, if you're a team – like the Pelicans, or you're a team that's looking to trade for him, is that it feels like this is almost a make-or-break year. Like, if he can't get through this year healthy, real questions have... Like, I, I know that we're already asking questions about his health, but I think that they become very, very real this season if he can't make it through healthy. I, I, I want him to be. These uncomfortable conversations are already here. I want him to be. I want him to be healthy. The NBA's better when Zion's healthy. Yes. Yes. And, and, and also get him out of the West. That 2019 draft... I really do believe the future of the NBA, those top two picks, there was a lot wagered on those top two picks in John Morant and, and Zion. And it's just, you haven't seen it come to fruition fully yet. Fully. You've seen it. You've, you've seen the you've life. You've seen what they can be, but will they continue to be what you thought they were going to be? I, we'll see. We'll see. Now, um, coming up next, we have small talk. And I, <laughs> there's a crazy story out there about a Belgian man who faked his own death for a certain reason. And I'll tell you what that reason was on the other side, 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. Now, there was a couple of things that were trending yesterday that, that were brought to my attention on social media. Did you see the Rubik's Cube world record? I did. Holy mackerel. Insane. Whoa. Insane. 3.13 seconds. So apparently they, they let you grab it, and you can look at it and, and study it to see how you're going to go about fixing it. This guy in 3.13 seconds fixed it. I don't understand it. It's like a glitch in the Matrix when I watch it. I don't understand how he was able to do it that quickly. I, ge- I genuinely don't. It looked like I always thought that a Rubik's Cube was like, there's like, al- or like a formula. You know, you turn it this way a certain amount of times, this way a certain amount of times, and you just keep repeating that. He just knew exactly what he was going to do with it. It's insane. I'm just, I'm it. just not smart enough to understand the video. Like, <laughs> like I understand that he was able to finish it. The way he did it, though, way over my head. Did you notice? Unbelievable. Did you notice the judge there though was like a 13 year old? I did. That was uncomfortable. I was like, is that the Guinness Book of World Records? Kind of like, like in a cafeteria. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what's going on here? And I, I was surprised they let him pick it up to look at it first. You would think they would just sort of make them pick it up and go. It was so impressive. The 3.13 seconds. I've never... Have you ever solved a Rubik's Cube in your life? Once. But it took me, like, a very You're long like time. You're, reading books, yeah, looking I things up when, online, um, going on Google. No, I didn't do that. When the Pursuit of Happiness came out, they were kind of back in the lexicon, I guess, <laughs> and I grabbed one because he, do, he does the, the yeah. Rubik's Cubes in those. And, um, yeah, it took me, like, probably a full year to solve. <laughs> I would do it every once in a while when I was bored. <laughs> There's a, there's a formula that you'll eventually get to it, but 3.13 seconds I can't I just can't understand. Um, now 
the other thing that was trending that's a lot more interesting than a Rubik's Cube getting solved in 3.13 seconds, there was a Belgian man. His name's David Barton. He's 45. Um, he faked his own death. He faked his own death. And he turned up to his funeral in a helicopter to the shock of his family. And his explanation, David Barton, again, 45 years old, faked his death. He claimed he carried out the prank, he called it a prank, to teach members of his family a lesson about the importance of staying in touch with one another. I'm going to be honest with you. After that shock of like, oh, he's still alive, wore off, I wouldn't want to be around that guy anymore. Yeah, it would what do the you, opposite. What you, what you wanted to solve, I don't want to be around you. If you're willing to go to these lengths to just like scare the hell out of us, I don't, man. Yeah, that's I don't not a know. prank. That's trauma. That's terrifying. Yeah. That no, would thank freak you. Me out. And you ever you, seen Arrested Development? I have not. Dude. Is there a fake, fake death? Not a fake death. Well, kind of. But so the, the father in that does very, a very similar thing to his kids to where he will teach them a lesson by having a traumatic quote unquote prank happen to teach them a lesson. So highly recommend aggressive development, but that's what it reminded me of. But yeah, as soon as the, the shock wore off, I would be like, I'm never talking to you again, man. Like that's also awful. The fact that he pulled up in a helicopter shows me only a rich man can pull off a fake death. Right. <laughs> It'd have been much cooler if he popped out of the coffin. Let's be honest. Like you have to spend money to go fake your death. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it was like, I wonder how, like the government, did the government think he was dead? How? Like that's that's something that they did not specify in the article. I just don't understand. He must have. How did he die? Did, how did it say how he died? How he no. in the prank died? Because why wouldn't they have seen the body? I I don't know. I have no idea. Because they don't keep touch with each other, so no one went out to go <laughs> to, to go confirm. <laughs> that's true. But that is the quickest way for me to never talk to you again. Yeah, it did the opposite effect of what he wants. I'd hug him and then be like, "Hate you, hate you now." Glad you're alive. Hate you. Can't stand you. Um, now, last thing I want to bring up. Know how Antonio Brown, have you heard the story about him owning the Albany Empire of the Arena Football League? He's been kicked out of ownership. He's no longer a part of the Albany Empire because they say that he is, he's not paid his players. Um, he's not footing the bill. He's late on payments, and he's just ultimately an awful businessman. You could have seen that coming, guys. Don't sell stake in anything to Antonio Brown. Don't trust him to run business. And then he had an interview. I don't know if you saw the interview. He was on the middle of the Albany Empire's field talking about the whole thing. And just nonsensical BS was coming out of his mouth. And his shirt was off again. What's your shirt off for, Antonio? I'm scared for this guy, though. Yeah, he needs... Like, I... Yeah. This is going to be a little controversial. But I know people do the CTE thing and try to make jokes about it. I get con I'm concerned about Antonio Brown's... Like, his brain... I get, I'm scared for him. I really am because, like, I, you, he's unpredictable. He's wild. He makes mistake after mistake after mistake, misstep after misstep. And, like, if you, if you hear him talk, like, even in the interview he had yesterday, he was, like, messing up the AFL's abbreviation. He called it, like, the LAN and the AFN. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, brother. Like, I, I'm just – you have to be a different, differently wired have your shirt off on camera that much, first of all. Um, and also to take your shirt off, run off the field when you're in New York um, and, and quit your team. I just can't quit believe that NFL they watched team. that and they were like, owner. Well, Kanye had him as the lead of uh, Donda Sports there for a while. All right, he might still be. That's a pair.
these guys. Oh my gosh. I hope we can uh I hope we can get the requisite help for AB, but it seems like that ship has sailed. That ship is so it's so far gone. I you need to go watch that interview though. It's just it's wild, it's scary. And being a football player, there's something there's something going on brain-wise with him and I I it concerns me. It concerns me. Now, we have one more hour left in today, one more hour left in the week. We'll get to the Blitz around 6.30. We'll wrap it up with a real But Coming up next, we have to talk some jaw, some Grizzlies offseason with Drew Hill from the Daily Memphian. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. It's time to tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest gifts for dads and grads. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Drivers. The Callaway Paradigm Drivers feature a 360 carbon chassis for better distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. And for the hardest shop for dad or grad, purchase a gift card for any amount. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, and shop us online at edwinwattsgolfshops.com. Look out, Mid-South, because at Gossett Mitsubishi on the Pike, inventory is arriving daily, and we're ready to put you in a new ride today. Need extra room this vacation? Get seven seats, 27 MPG combined, in your new 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander Black ED SUV, $449 a month, or the White Diamond 2023 Outlander SE, $3308. Or $4.99 a month. And the winner takes all in 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander Plug-In Hybrid PHEV. 420 total range, 64 combined MPGE, 38-minute best charging time, $7.95 a month. And you'll always get Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. That's Gossett Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it and Gossett Motor. And excess mileage. Outlander PZ012158 MSRP 34555. Outlander SE PZ041164 MSRP 35585. PHEV PZ040302 24 month 12,000 miles per year. MSRP 48230. Includes all rebates and incentives. PF695 excludes tax island license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through end of the month. Dealer stock only. Being a baseball play-by-play broadcaster demands a blend of learned mechanics, intense preparation, and a calm sense of entertainment. How hard is it to do this job? Let's talk to the ones who do it. This is Matt Spiegel. My new podcast, The PBP Voices of Baseball will bring those conversations to you as the best working and former broadcasters tell you why and how they do it. New episodes come every Thursday all summer long. Follow the PBP Voices of Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, our professional parts people can help you find the right super start battery for your vehicle and budget. Don't wait. Get your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, South Haven and surrounding areas. You don't want to miss this. It's the $79 Eliminator Sale. This Saturday at Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Lander's Nissan. 315 East Goodman Road, South Haven, Mississippi. And yeah, you could get a car for $79. Done deal. Or $79 down. Or $79 a month. And hey, South Haven, you want a vehicle for just $79? I'm talking drive it off the lot. Yeah, we can make it happen. This Saturday morning at Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Lander's Nissan. And here's how it's going to work. You get there. Pre-register at 8 a.m. At 945, we Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 